0: Good afternoon, Chuck Morse here. Are the Trump haters being manipulated by mind control experts? I don't think that this possibility should be dismissed out of hand as some kind of a a tin hat conspiracy theory. Um, It was revealed during the church committee hearings in the late 1970s that the CIA and other intelligence agencies had been involved in a project known as MK ultra This was an attempt to study how people and how masses can be could be possibly manipulated by the use of mass media and the use of psychotropic drugs. This is all part of the public record. This is in the congressional record. It is also true that other nations engage in similar Uh, research. Canada had had a research like this. Great Britain, the MI5, and the Tavistock Institute were involved, mostly during World War II. And of course, the Soviet Union was an expert at it. They had a whole institution of psyops and how to manipulate the masses. They're still doing it, and they're doing it well. So why would I think that this is part of the Trump hatred? i would suggest that it has a similar tone to a form of mass hysteria most people don't know what's going on they just have this irrational trigger like hatred for the president but let's just briefly take a look at some of the open and known haters of trump the the what what president trump has i think accurately described as the deep state, and and there are many of them, but I'm just going to list the, the big ones. Those would be John Brennan, former director of the CIA, who went on television before President Trump actually left Russian or left Helsinki after meeting with Putin, and before coming back to the United States, and he basically accused the president of being a traitor for meeting a foreign head of state. I mean, certainly, uh, you know, presidents going back to FDR have met with the head of Russia. FDR met with Stalin many times, after all. Um, But the entire accusation was based upon the assumption that this Russia collusion conspiracy theory is true, okay, which is a separate subject. But, But the fact is that it set off a firestorm in the media amongst the Trump haters. And in a coordinated and almost concertized way, they began to attack President Trump as having done another one of these horrible things. Um, And the result was very similar to results that I've seen in the past, when there have been similar events, I would suggest staged like this, where there's a mass stimulation it's like a kind of a almost a a, a um, you know a physical reaction in that something horrible has happened the president has done something terrible nobody's quite sure what it is he denies the russia conspiracy theory fine but the point is that it sets off this emotional chain of events that has the markings of a manipulation Other big players in the so-called deep state, and openly so, would include former director of national intelligence, James Clapper, former director of the FBI, James Comey, former uh, director of the FBI, Robert Mueller, who uh, was Comey was his mentor, apparently, and an ancillary list of other stooges you know, sort of says, you know, enslaved people like this FBI, this FBI assistant, Strzok, and then all these other characters that are people who might have access to the MKUltra information that actually was not fully disclosed during the church committee hearings back in the late 1970s. Um, Rod Rosenstein comes to mind as possibly another participant in this. Um we could go through a list of other events, but they they seem to come at convenient times. I mean, the revelation that um President Trump was separating families, we then find context to that, which is that this had been going on since the days of Bill Clinton, and that it was actually back then it was seen as humane because children couldn't be locked up with their parents. And that uh, that Obama apparently asked the media to be kind of quiet about it, which they cooperated with. All of a sudden, when President Trump is having a good week, you know, when he meets with Kim Jong-un in South Korea, and it looks like things are progressing and the economy is booming, suddenly this story breaks conveniently. Interestingly, also, during President Trump's trip to Europe, which a great deal, I would suggest, was accomplished, Suddenly, Rosenstein comes down with these indictments of Russian players in, the, um, in election interference at that time, which is interestingly timed. You know, we could go through other of these so-called events, the accusation that President Trump is a white supremacist because of some comments that he made during the Charlottesville riots, which was completely un, you know, portrayed inaccurately and dishonestly. He was not in any way siding with white supremacists, but that became a trigger by which people became emotionally invested without necessarily really thinking about it. There was not a, a chance to learn something or reason with anything. There wasn't a rational discussion. It had the, the trappings of almost a Pavlovian reaction. Uh, we can look at several events that occurred during the campaign that are untrue. You know the. Uh, the so-called Hollywood um, Access Tape, which was inaccurately portrayed. President Trump, in a private conversation, mentioned to uh, Billy Bush that he was so famous and so successful that he could do almost anything he wanted with women. And he described it in a very vulgar way. Suddenly, this was portrayed that he was doing this. And it led to riots, right? The... um, the famous uh, Pussy hat March right after the election. Was there any context? It all was like this extreme emotional reaction that was fanned by media. Um so you have that element that that might indicate, and again, I don't know, but it looks to me like it might indicate a more advanced and more sophisticated use of mind control, mind manipulation. These planned and orchestrated events, which are portrayed in a way that triggers irrational rage in people. The other aspect is this constant drumbeat of trivialities. Today, for example, I had the opportunity to listen to radio off and on. All you heard was this drumbeat about President Trump's former personal lawyer, um, Michael Cohen, apparently taping conversations that he had with Trump without Trump knowing this. And now he's releasing them to the media, which is really despicable. Whatever happened to the principle of, um, of, of, of attorney-client privilege? I mean, this is almost as bad as if a priest recorded a confession in the, in the booth and then gave it to the media. It's disgusting and it's wrong, and everyone feels that. But there's all this time spent on whether or not President Trump had entered into a non-disclosure agreement with someone he had had an affair with ten years ago, as if that that's something wrong. And then, he, of course, you have this my, this Michael Cohen's lawyer, this uh, this guy that played interference with the Clintons, come out. He's comparing this to Watergate and. The mafia, and it's this kind of heavy handed, overcharged stuff. When the fact of the matter is that there was nothing illegal done. Even if he did set up these non disclosure agreements, it's perfectly legal. Even if he did pay people during the election, it's perfectly legal. There's nothing illegal here. It's maybe immoral. I certainly don't think it was good that he's having affairs, but it's really a private matter. I mean, And I heard someone, I don't know if this is a media thing, it might be a situation that I had in a discussion, compare this with Bill Clinton lying about sex. No, that's not why Bill Clinton was impeached. He was impeached because he lied under oath to a federal judge. Didn't matter what the subject was. The fact is that there was a lawsuit brought against him. He was sworn under oath and he lied about it. That's called perjury. You know, these are that's not what's going on here. This is stuff that Trump did 10 years ago. It's stuff that really belongs in the gossip columns and in normal situations it would be. But now it's on the big, me- big media outlets, the big networks, MSNBC. That's all they talk about. I listened to it in snippets all day today. You know, every couple of hours I would just check out and see what they were talking about, and it was the same thing. Michael Cohen, Michael Cohen, Michael Cohen. It's like a drumbeat. That's a form of mind control a constant drumbeat of non-stories, of trivialities. And furthermore, there is a magnification and a legitimization of ugly, low attacks on our leaders for things that are not really serious. Um, You know, and the open display of bias. You know, I've heard media people today in MSNBC say, we think that we might be able to prove such and such against Trump. Who's the we they're talking about? I mean, they're supposed to be objective media people. They're not supposed to be part of this. It's like, this is our thing. So the open acceptance of that kind of bias could be a part of this mind control that I sense. This idea that that it's now legitimate, it's now okay to be open. I mean, it was not that long ago, by the way, that James Clapper, the former director of national intelligence, somebody who is part of this deep state, who would know about MK Ultra, when it turned out that there was a spy spying on President Trump, he said, oh, that's okay, right? That's fine if they're spying on Trump. We should be spying on Trump. And it's legitimizing behaviors that are not really, at, at least not ethical, if not illegal. And I suppose that might serve a double sword. I don't know, a double edge. There's two, two yeses on that one. First of all, it's an attack on Trump, and it's part of this constant drumbeat of attack. And secondly, it legitimizes spying which is an old Soviet thing, I mean, right? You go to communist China, even today, you've got block spies, you've got people's, you know, social workers or whatever they want to call them, who, who keep an eye on the block, keep an eye on the neighborhood. And if somebody says something or does something that is seen as politically incorrect or against the state, they, they turn them in, right? I mean, there were situations back in the day when China was enforcing birth control And one child allowed when a woman who became pregnant with a second child, you know, and that became known to the blockhead. She would be they they would they would show up at the door and then drag her out in the street and forcibly abort the child. Okay, this has been reported. I'm not saying that that's happening here, but I'm saying that the idea of legitimizing spying on a private citizen, because it's all part of this drumbeat of hatred is a very dangerous trend, and it's one that possibly serves this deep state, I suppose you might call it. So I'll be commenting further on this, but and I don't have any more knowledge of this than anyone else. I'm not here to make, you know, I'm not the type that's going to make definitive statements. This is this and this is that. I'm simply sharing my thoughts as I listen today to this drumbeat. It occurs to me that we might be looking at a massive campaign of mind control and that President Trump represents the antithesis of this deep state agenda that must be stopped. So anyway, thanks for watching, everyone. Of course, my books are available at Amazon, not to get in a plug here, but there they are. And thanks for watching.